Hello and welcome to episode 70. Today, a new mum who's on the plane to Tokyo. It's Mark Shardler here today with 10 minutes of Olympic chat. Now, earlier in the series, I spoke to Team GB's newest dad. Hockey captain Adam Dixon was on his paternity break at the time. Well, today it's Team GB's newest mum and almost certainly one of the newest mums who will be at the Games this summer. It's GB archer Naomi Folkard. Hi, Naomi. Hiya. So how old's your baby daughter now? Just over 11 weeks. Wow, that's quite a year for you. Yeah. How do you get the balance? How can you get the time to go out there and, and put the practice in? Well, I tend to wait until she goes to sleep. If all's gone well, then she'll still be asleep when I get back. Sometimes she's been awake and uh, stop my partner, her father, from um, working as well, which is so it's, it's quite a juggling act right now. Have you been able to do any training at home or do you have to go to Lillishall or a club to, to practice? Um, yeah, I go to Lillishall, which is only 10 minutes away, or um, there's a club which I'm only like two or three minutes away from. So I'm, I'm quite lucky regarding that. It's an incredible thing to do. You seem to be very calm about it all. Um, can you put it into words how it's been the last three months? I think you have to stay calm. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'd, I'd have gone mad. I think for anyone becoming a, a mother is a little bit daunting. It was for me to start with, for sure. Like suddenly I'm responsible for this new being that don't really know what all the cries meant to, to start with. And I, I just have a checklist to start at the top. Is it a nappy? Is it a feeding? Is it winding? You know, until I get to the end and hopefully she's happy at the end of the, my checklist. But yeah, once, once I started trying to train as well as... Um, look after her it, it was tricky and quite emotional as well like even if I knew she was asleep I still felt like I was missing out I, I've managed to find a, a good balance I think because it is nice to have those moments where I'm I'm me rather than always the, the mum me. How about tiredness I mean a lot of new mums and new dads feel exhausted in the first few weeks. Yeah the, the first four weeks I suppose for sure, I was absolutely exhausted. But I'm really lucky that she's a good sleeper. Like last night, she slept uh, from nine until half six. So I was really lucky. Like sometimes she's up like twice a night at the worst, sometimes just once. You're doing a good job there, Naomi. <laughs> I'm just really lucky. <laughs> There'll be a lot of envious parents, yeah. Uh, what about the summer then? I know it's a different games because I don't know if you'd had any plans for her and your partner to go over to Tokyo because that's not going to happen now because of Covid. Have you put your mind to how 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 you'll get on in the summer? Um, we're still investigating whether there's like some kind of special uh, thing that they can do for us because she, she won't be six months old by then so she'll still be breastfeeding for sure. Being away from her for three weeks is going to be almost impossible, I think. So you're hoping there'll be some sort of exemption or something, yeah? Something, yeah, that we don't know yet. And how how would it work on, uh, you know, you obviously have preparation camp and competition as well. So are you getting support from Team GB on that? Don't know how it works. It's not me that has to do the communications with them. That It's um, our performance director or team manager that has to like do negotiations or whatever. But I'm just, Team GP are really excellent at supporting all of their athletes. So. Yeah, I'm, I remember in uh, Rio, I think it was Sarah Story, the Paralympian, who had a, a little one along there with her husband. So it's, you know, it's not an exception. 
And as many people say, actually, and, and you sort of articulated it there, you know, it's, it means that the pressure sometimes can be off, that, that the performance isn't the be all and end all of, every, of everything. Uh, for sure, like, archery was the only thing I ever thought about, really, in my spare time, um, unless I was doing a bit of gardening. But even then, my mind wandered back to archery. Um, but now, yeah, Emily's the, the most important thing in my life now, and archery is there for enjoyment. As, of course, I want to compete at my highest level, but there's, suddenly there's some kind of perspective, so it's not the most important thing in my life anymore. Because you've had an extraordinary career. When did you make your international debut? What age were you? Uh, as a junior, um, it was in 1996, and I was 12. <laughs> so, yeah, it was wow. a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was it, 25 years, I think. How do you feel about going to a fifth Olympic Games, which is quite remarkable? It kind of feels normal now. It doesn't really feel remarkable. It just feels that's the norm and... It's almost like a homely kind of feeling. Like, of course, you know, I've, I've done the work, so so therefore that's that's where I'm going. Of course, it nearly didn't happen. I remember after Rio, you were retiring. In fact, you probably did retire for a few weeks at least. What happened? I've retired twice since Rio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, straight after Rio, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm retiring. Um, and I had a month off training, but I, I suppose most athletes have a month off. But my boyfriend, he kept entering me into competitions, so I had to keep training. And one of them was quite soon after Rio. It was a big indoor international event. And I finished third. Like, I beat two or three Koreans on my way to that medal. And that kind of gave me a little bit of inspiration to keep going a little bit. And, of course, we we lost our UK sport funding um, about that time as well. So I'm like, can I at least train part-time and help my team like get back that funding at the the world champs or something like that so um I did keep training and at the world champs I did in fact uh win uh, a mixed team bronze medal with Patrick that was when I thought this really is a good time to to finish because I've done that medal that hopefully will bring the sport some kind of funding back and like why not retire on a high so I didn't I didn't train for five months so, so that was a good effort of retiring five months. But the UK Sport did come back and and gave the sport some funding, but they also offered myself and Patrick personal funding to train. I found it impossible. It was like to, to turn it down. It's like a carrot dangling in front of my nose. And then like, I had to take that opportunity up, especially as I knew that Sarah and Bryony were coming through. Like they're really good competitors and I could see them coming. I'm like, oh, we've got a good team. So that... I, found that quite exciting uh so yeah I started training again and the following year competed at the world championships we we won all of our olympic quota spaces but as a team we won a bronze medal at the world champs and then two weeks after that we won gold at the european games so that was really cool yeah I was there for that out in um oh, yeah. uh Minsk wasn't it yes <laughs> Um, and of course, um, I mean, I spoke to Patrick a week or so ago. I don't know if you know. I mean, you know Patrick very well. And I asked him what he's going to come back with. And he said double gold from from the games. And he's actually he was really bullish about, you know, his performance. But also the team, the team was very much in his mind. And he felt that the team was really strong. Yeah, um, men's and women's teams are really strong at the moment. And um, it's really exciting. Like our potential is, is really good. Of course, on the... The day everything's got to go 
right. Everything's got to fall well for us to, to win that medal. But I think it's totally feasible. And it has been a strange year, hasn't it? When was the last time you competed internationally? I don't know. Um, <laughs> was it Minsk? Oh, no, the um, right after Minsk, we, um, we had the Tokyo Test event. So that could have been it. Um, so August 2019. Yeah, that says it all, though, doesn't it? You can't remember. Yeah, it's so long you're, ago. You're I generally can't on the plane. How much are you looking forward to Tokyo? Um, do you have any reservations or is it excitement now the team has been named? Um, for sure, it's exciting now that we've finally had the team announcement. But I've got a lot of work to do, for sure, because of the, the birth was, what, less than three months ago. I had to have a bit of time off um, and really like training. So I've got a little bit of catch up left to do. So um, I've got that to, to, to think about and motivate me rather than like the Tokyo itself. Brilliant. Oh, look, great to see you. Uh, the days are ticking down, but I'm sure that you're going to enjoy being in Tokyo and, and do your best for your little daughter and your partner too. Naomi, great to see you and congratulations once again. Thank you. That's Naomi Folkard, who's part of the Team GB Archery Squad and the team's newest mum. That's it for today. Thanks very much for listening. Just a reminder that if you're enjoying the podcast and the series, then please do give me a follow but also, if you fancy giving me a tip, price of a cup of coffee, if you go to justgiving.com, search Destination Turco, you'll find out that any money I make is going to Maggie's Cancer Centres. And you can find the details in the show notes too. In the meantime, I'll be back along tomorrow. So thanks a lot and bye-bye. Bye.